Alright, welcome back to another episode of Moral of the Story, uh, with me, your host, Jared Moral. Uh, this is a special episode for me today. Today I'm going to have my brother Jesse on. Jesse, say what's up. Yo, what's up, guys? And, uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm pretty happy about this. It's pretty cool. Uh, like, have you ever done a podcast before? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is pretty dope. This yeah. Cool. Uh, we are, I guess, Instagramming in through their uh their video chat which is pretty cool fucking love technology you're yeah. uh you're in massachusetts right now yep in harwich harwich got some buddies yeah. from there and for everyone who doesn't know we grew up on cape cod so i guess dirty, kinda... dirty saying what? Was sandwich life oh yeah god <laughs> i do not miss that town dude no i don't know about I mean... you no, I mean, I miss some of the people from it, but well, actually living in that town, no. Yeah, no. I don't. I don't miss one thing about it. <laughs> no. Actually, just Mass in general. I'm, I'm down to stay in Colorado. It's my spot. <laughs> well, I mean, realistically, before I came back here, like, I felt the same way. And not that I don't feel the same way now, like, trying yeah. to get out, but, you know, fucking yeah. COVID, dude. <laughs> Goddamn COVID. Ruining everything. Um, yeah so um i'm trying to think like yeah you but you were in south carolina for what five years no longer than that almost almost seven seven yeah almost seven years i was in hilton head it was like six and change how long have i been doing seasonal work like seven eight years now since 13 no it's 14 Oh, okay, so my year was 13, you're right. Yeah. My first year on Glacier was 13, and then 14 you came out. Yeah. And then right after that I went to South Carolina. Okay, for some reason I thought there was like a huge gap. I thought there was like a two-year gap for some reason. I don't know why. Nope. Okay, yeah, so. Nope. Yeah, you are down there for a while. I lived down there for a summer. Dad still lives there. Our dad Nads. still lives on Hilton Head. Yep. Him and his beautiful pool. Yeah, shout out Don if you're listening. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Big Diesel. <laughs> Heavy D and the boys, you know. <laughs> Heavy D and the boys. Uh, yeah. So, you got a good story for us today, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was a. Uh, it was a Christmas not miracle. Christmas not miracle. Okay, I like to start. <laughs> completely the opposite of what should happen in a Christmas story. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, set it up. Where um, where are we at? Where where were you? So uh, at this point in my life, I was uh, 21, maybe 22, I think 21. Um, and I was going to school in Cambridge. Uh, I was going to culinary school at the time. So like five days a week, I'd hop on the train going to Cambridge, go to school for a couple hours, and then usually, like, Thursday, Friday, Saturdays, I would just stay in the city, and I would stay with one of my friends or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, You were living in Natick during the, uh, the week, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. With, with our dearest mother. Yeah, okay. So, um, this particular time, uh, my buddies, uh, Billy Fair, Kayla Berger, Billy Ritchie, Zach, Vieira... Uh, just really throwing, throwing them in there right now. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, because this, this is like a key part of the whole deal. This was like the group that I went with. And uh, and uh, Mikey Breslin. Okay. We all got together and they were like, listen, we're going to go to the tree lighting downtown. Which, for, th- for those of you that don't know, like, the tree lighting is this, like, super, like, really nice, festive thing that, like, couples go to or, like, you know, people with families. And it's, like, this beautiful thing. Like, they have part of the Boston Pops come out and play. And, like, yeah. Brian, Brian McKnight was there the year we went. So he's, like... Wait, who's Brian McKnight? Why do I know that name? <laughs> the guy that sings the song Back to One. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Back to One, One, Dream Come True. Yeah, that dude. So, anyhow, so he was, like, the, he was, like, the main guy or whatever. But, so on my way into school, everyone's like, yo, don't go to school. Just come and hang out. We'll start drinking. And I was like, oh, okay. So, we're okay. going uh, to make this a real concert. Going to Boston Tree Lighting. <laughs> and they, oh, and this is when Mumbles was still the mayor. So this old Mumbles, was, Mumbles was, Menino. Oh, oh, yeah, old Mumbles Menino. So, uh, so we'll go over to Roxbury. I go to Parker Street, uh, where Billy uh, Billy Fair was living at the time. And okay. uh, and we start taking haircuts. And for those that don't know what a haircut is, it's when you sit in a chair, you put your head back, and someone will put in a chaser and then liquor. And then you shoot your head forward and swallow at the same time. <laughs> I've never heard of that, actually. Oh, it's it's a thing. So okay, <laughs> we, we did we did we did this with uh, Hershey syrup and Rumble Mints. Oh, dude! So we come were on, doing man. <laughs> so, yeah. By the way, I just want to throw it out there: if if whoever's listening to this, Rumble Mints is called Steamboat Mouthwash. Yeah. And, like, if you listen to Steamboat Comedy Podcast, I'm pretty sure we've talked about that. Shit is fucking gnarly-ass peppermint schnapps. Oh, yeah. Not for the weak-hearted. No. Like, Hundo-proof, man. Yeah. So, uh... So, we start doing haircuts, and we had a bottle of Rumplemints, and we had a beer ball, which... Beer balls are, like, <laughs> the greatest things ever. I I've, don't think they even make them anymore, but... I was gonna say, I think that's, like, uh, a Northeast thing. Like, where it, it got down to a Northeast thing. Really? Yeah, because no one out here has ever heard of them. It's basically just a, a ball of beer, right? A plastic ball of beer, like a keg? Yeah, it's a it's a big plastic ball that has an area that you can put, like, a keg, uh, what do you call it, tap, tap. on the top. And, uh, and, like, we used to do it so that you'd, like, drink the beer ball, and the last person to, like, finish the beer out of the beer ball had to cut the top, like, where the pump goes mm-hmm. and then you'd wear it like an astronaut around the party <laughs> so, you'd, so you'd be walking around with, with, with this big plastic globe around your head like a little frittata um, space man yeah so uh at any rate we drink up and we're having a grand old time um and we finish the bottle of rumplements and we decide that we're going to go to the tree lighting now okay because that's always a good idea so the caravan of people I listed off earlier, we all get on the T at uh, Roxbury Crossing, go downtown, and we get downtown, and uh, Mikey B is like, listen, I got something for us. And I was like, what the hell did you get? Mm-hmm. He, he, he pulls out, well, I don't know what that was. That was my, <laughs> got a text, goddamn phones. <laughs> he, pulls out a, he pulls out a pint. Of fireball. Okay. 
and he decides <laughs> he decides that everyone needs to finish it in a very very quick manner. And by that I mean this pint of fireball lasted maybe 15 minutes. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. So we're the most shit-faced people at the Boston Tree Lightning. <laughs> and and like there are all these families around, these kids running around, and I just remember sitting there being like this is not where I should be. We need to go back to Roxbury, like, stop. Like, this has got to happen. <laughs> Which, by the way, that um, sentence has not been said too many times. Like, oh, God, this sucks. We should go back to Roxbury. Yeah, we, yeah, <laughs> we need to go to Mission Hill right now. Which, for those that don't know, the hill is not a pretty place. No, it's not a great place. <laughs> like, the, the hill is not, like, it's a bunch of college kids and hood people. Like, there's, there's like... <laughs> Quote-unquote hood people. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's, they're gangbanging out there. So... We get back to Roxbury, and Billy Ritchie decides we need to go to the liquor store again, and goes and gets another bottle of Rumplemans, and we go get a thirty pack of beer. Oh, dude! Yeah, this is awful. This is also where the story starts to take a turn for the worst. So we get up to Billy Fair's apartment, and his roommates are having a party. Okay. And we decide, all right. Time to get lit. Let's go crazy, right? Mm-hmm. At some point, I decide to pour half a bottle of Hershey syrup into the Rumplemans and mix it around because that was a good idea, right? Ew. And mix it around, mix it around because I'm like, oh, then we don't have to put the chaser in our mouths. We can just take it out of the bottle, dude. Yeah, a terrible idea. You made thick booze even thicker. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> dude. It was so gross. It came out like. It looked like the chocolate in, like, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Like, (laughs) it poured out like that so slow and thick. Like, it was nasty. The viscosity was was amazing. It was was disgusting. (laughs) Um, And so, like, eventually, Zach and Billy Ritchie have to leave, and they leave me in Roxbury and leave me to go test the waters, so to speak, of the world. (laughs) And we decide we're going to go to this bar called The Crossing. Okay. So we go to this bar called The Crossing. It's karaoke night. We're getting pictures of Bud Light like crazy because that was a great idea. Like solo pictures? Like you're just fucking taking it down? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're just, we're Viking stuff right now. Like just drinking it straight out of the pitcher. I decide to stand up on like a bar stool at one point. And start yelling and screaming, sing karaoke, which I never do unless I'm like absolutely wasted or in the middle of Montana. Like it just doesn't happen. Yeah. Like it's not my forte. So this happens and eventually I catch the eye of the bouncer there. I don't know why. I'm not the biggest human in the room or anything. Like I'm just, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> And he politely comes over to me and says, you need to get the fuck out of my bar right now. (laughs) So so, so I was like, politely, sir, yeah, I was like, sir, you are absolutely correct. Like, no (laughs) doubt. I gotta get the fuck out of here. So I go outside and poor Kayla, God love Kayla, she follows me outside. At this point, I am beside myself drunk. Like, I am like, if I had an alter ego and a name for him, I was him. I was like, 
Like you yeah. would not even you wouldn't even use the word hammered, like shit cocked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was I was completely schnookered. Yeah. Like, was, <laughs> like, like I was not there. Yeah. I was I was seeing dead relatives. So <laughs> so at this point, Kayla goes, Moral, don't move. And in my mind I was like, I know where I am. I'm gonna walk home. So come to find out, she ran back into the bar to go get her jacket. Mm-hmm. In that time, which was all of about 15 seconds, I disappeared. <laughs> like, like, I just, I completely disappeared from everyone, right? So, come to find out, she tells Billy Fair that she can't find me, that I just disappeared. And he's like, how did you lose the biggest living human ever? <laughs> and she's like, I don't know. He was here, and now he's gone. At this point, I started to walk up the hill because I thought I knew where I was going. And I thought at one point, I'm like, oh, I know the shortcut. Like, I know how to get to Billy's place quicker than he knows how to. This was not the case. Yeah. didn't so, even, The shortcut didn't exist, did it? No. No such thing. <laughs> no such thing. So, so, at this point, I'm start walking up and down Mission Hill, like going up and down streets, Mm -hmm. right? Eventually, I get to the point where I'm so drunk that I start looking at the buildings because I'm like, oh, I know what Billy's building looks like. So if I know what it looks like, I'll be able to get there, right? Yeah, no. So like I'm going around, whatever, and eventually I get to this point where looking at the buildings, I'm like, I'm like, oh shit, that's Billy's place. I can get there. Now here was the problem. For me to get there, I had to hop an eight foot fence in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so here I am walking in some poor bastard's backyard in the middle of Mission Hill, Roxbury, trying to climb this eight foot fence. And I'm drunk as hell, and I look like I, I wish there was a video camera in this person's backyard so I could see it because I literally went up, <laughs> I went up this fence three times, and I finally get to the top of the fence one time, and I fucking just lay back and eat shit. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I fell off the fence. I'm on the, I'm on the ground, just absolutely laid out, and all I can do at this point is like look at the stars. Like, I, yeah. I, I, like, winded myself. I was out of it, and I'm like, oh, I'm just going to look at the stars. <laughs> so I look at the stars for a while, and I forget the fact that I thought I saw Billy's house behind this fence. So I just, like, get up, <laughs> walk back out to the street, and start trying to find Billy's place again. <laughs> so, so eventually, I get up to the top of the hill. And on the back side of the hill is where it gets really sketchy. Because uh-huh. uh, most of the college kids take up the front side of the hill. And on the back side is where, like, Heath Street Projects are. Yeah. And, like, it's, it's not very pretty. No. <laughs> so, so at this point, I, and it was also snowy as hell outside. I should, I should also preface this. So I'm, like, literally eating shit everywhere I go where I walk. Like, I'm just like a bowling ball. Yeah. Eventually, I get down to the back side of the hill. And 
my phone's about to die. I don't know where I am. Like, I'm really, like, nervous because I'm like, oh, shit, this is not a place that I should be in. Like, this is not, it's not good. It's mm-hmm. 2 o'clock in the morning. So I have the brilliant idea to go up and start knocking on people's front doors. Oh, God. <laughs> and, seeing, and seeing if there's anybody that can help me. <laughs> I, I eventually get to this house, and I knock on this door, and I'll never forget this. This ginormous man, okay, absolutely ginormous, um, non-Caucasian, looks me dead in the face, and he goes, what the fuck are you doing on my porch? And I was like, um, I'm just trying to get to Billy's house. Can you tell me where that is? <laughs> and, and this dude looks at me like I have like 16 heads. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, I don't know who the fuck Billy is, but you better get off my fucking porch right now before I call the cops. And I was like, yes, sir. As I'm leaving his, as I'm leaving his porch, right, I fucking slip fall and like go down the little steps that go down to the sidewalk (laughs) and lose my glasses. Oh, fuck. So now I'm like a blind squirrel trying to run around Roxbury and find his 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 nuts so to speak yeah and then i get into the heath street projects and i walked around the heath street projects for probably i don't know it was probably the better part of 20 minutes trying to like find a place to go right yeah eventually i get to the point where i'm like all right this is where i'm gonna stay tonight (laughs) i'm like i'm staying in the heath street projects so I find this snowbank on the corner of a street, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm like, here we go. I'm like, sleeping in the snowbank. <laughs> here I am. It'll hold so I like heat. lay in the snowbank and I like make this like little cocoon for myself out of the snow. Like I'm like really like Eskimoing this thing up. And all of a sudden, Zach Vieira calls me out of nowhere. <laughs> like out of nowhere. And he's like, moral and i was like yeah he's like where the hell are you and i was like i don't know i can see the street sign but i can't read it (laughs) he's like he's like what and i was like i was like i don't know i'm at the intersection and i can see the street sign but i can't read it and he's like oh my god he's like i need you to i need you to put a pin down to where you are and send it and send it to me and i was like i was like okay i'll try like the first time i tried to send it it was like somewhere completely outside the city he's like there's no way that's where you are yeah i'm in fucking fitchburg like no you're not yeah exactly so like eventually i get it and i like get it close enough to to where he can like find me it's a general area so at that point, at that point, he's like, "Moral, just don't move. I'll be there as soon as I can." And I was like, "I was like, I'm absolutely shit faced in the snowbank with no glasses, and my phone's about to die." So I'm like, "You're right, bro. I'm not going anywhere." You're like, "Yeah, you're goddamn right. This is my spot now." Squatters' <laughs> so, rights. So he finally finds me, and I'm in the snowbank, and he like picks me up. I can barely walk to his car. And I guess like the, I guess like the whole time, 
like driving from the snowbank back to the house, I was just mumbling absurd things. <laughs> like that just that, like didn't make any sense because that's how drunk I was. Yeah. And and so <laughs> and so I get back to his house. Apparently, I go up, get like a futon in his living room, crash on the futon. Uh, I wake up the next day with the possibly the worst hangover I've ever had in my life, bar none. Yeah. I mean, like. Wait, even still? Uh huh. Even still, like that's you're still saying it's one of the worst to the to the date. No no doubt. Jesus. Like usually, usually I can like power through and like drink a beer in the morning or a shot and like try and level myself off. Yeah. No, no such thing. (laughs) I couldn't eat. I didn't want to drink water. Like, I literally, like, no, it was awful. Yep. It was the worst hangover of my life. Oh, I know the feeling. And, huh? I said, I know the feeling. Oh, it's, yes, it was awful. <laughs> but, <clears throat> so, the worst part about this is, I wake up in the morning to Zach's mom kissing me on the forehead. And I was like, what the hell is going on? And his aunt and his mom are standing there, and they're like, oh, did you have a rough night? And I'm like, oh, my God, lady, you have no idea what's going on. Like, you have no idea the trials and tribulations I've had trying to find Billy Fair's house in the, in the middle of winter. Yeah. <laughs> like, like scaling fences. Like, I was like, you have no clue. And uh, she's like, oh, she's like, just have a slice of pizza, and you'll be all right. Never had the slice of pizza. Eventually, I ended up leaving Boston and going back to Natick, only to have my beautiful aunts and uncles tell me that I should just keep drinking because it's the only way I'll feel better. Oof, that's but debatable. It was, yeah, it was, it was awful. And the worst part was, I had left all my shit in Roxbury. Like, I had my bag with my clothes and everything else. Yeah. So, I had to go from Brighton, which is not really that close to Roxbury. No. <laughs> go from Brighton to Roxbury to finally get on a train to go home (laughs) and I had to do this all while mom didn't find out because she was like super like you need to go to school and you need to do this and that at the time and I was like yeah whatever I was like like, I'm just gonna do my thing so needless to say got home didn't drink for a couple weeks and uh you know now here I am Somehow alive. I, don't, I like that ending. And then I didn't drink for a couple weeks. It was such a bad hangover, such a bad night. You're just like, you know what? Fuck it for a little bit. Dude, you have no idea. Like, literally, when I tell you, like, I had leg cramps. Oh. <laughs> because I drank so much, I didn't think that was possible. Oh, yeah. But no, I, I've been there. I think you recall like, my my drunk story. Which I'm what? probably going to tell. I said, I'm pretty sure you remember my drunk story that I'm probably going to tell on this eventually. Oh, oh, the one in Sandwich? Yeah. 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 <laughs> same same idea. Yeah. It's it's not good. It's not it's great. Terrible. It's pretty awful. Um, it's pretty fucking awful. <laughs> the thing was, too, like, I had to thaw out the next day mm-hmm. because I was so cold from, like, being out in the snow and everything. Yeah. Like, it was awful. Oh yeah, like, it's the I worst. I just remember my fingertips didn't feel correct for like three days. I thought I had like frostbite. You probably had like minor, like pre frostbite. Uh, frostbite, honestly, I've had it on it my was, toes before, and it sucks. Oh, it was awful. Yeah, it's, like, it's the worst. It was, it was terrible. And then 
having to go to school and work in a kitchen and smell all the smells and everything. Yeah. Like, ugh. You're just like, uh, dude, no. <laughs> Please don't. Uh, on, honest to God, I'm just happy that I didn't show up in the Boston Globe the next day, like, as a headline. Like, white yeah. kid in, in E3 Projects gets gunned down for asking where Billy's house is. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's really what I was focused on. I could see myself really going down that path at a very high rate. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, yeah. f- Fuck. Yeah, what are you? Uh, <laughs> what what are we pulling out of this? What is the moral of the story on this, coming from um, two morals? Well, I, I mean, I think the big one is don't drink Rumplemints. <laughs> I think that's really like hands down. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> like you know, all good things do not come from Rumplemints. Or um, or moral of the story: if you want horrible things to happen, drink <laughs> copious amounts of Rumplemints. <laughs> yeah. If you really want to set shit on fire in your life, drink Rumble <laughs> And then to really spice it up, throw a whole bottle of Hershey's in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you want When I die of pancreas cancer at some point in my life, I'll attribute that bottle of Hershey syrup to, like, definitely getting there. Yeah. Or or moral of the science, uh, if you want to make cold lava, mix Hershey and Rumble mints together. <laughs> Hershey and Rumble Re- Reverse lava. I mean, uh, I, I think really the the main moral of this story is uh, have good friends. Truly yeah. have good friends. Because, yeah. Uh, because I was in the snowbank um, really getting ready to, to do it like, you know, homeless Rob. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. I was I was one, uh, one newspaper away from that being my comforter. So, <laughs> my you know, goodness. it was... So, you know, shout out to Zach Vieira for uh, really, helping me out on that one. Yeah, really coming through. Yeah, because otherwise I would have been, who knows? Absolutely frostbitten. fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, frostbitten still in the projects, waking up with no glasses and no cell phone service. So. Yeah, right? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, you know, people go missing. That's how it happens. <laughs> that's how it happens, Rumplemans. Yeah. Let's just start putting, like, you know, on milk cartons that have the missing pictures. Dude, I'd only be able to fit on gallons. <laughs> like, 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 that would be the worst part. Like, if you didn't get a gallon of milk, I would never be found. Like, be <laughs> It'd only be, like, your eyes and your forehead. <laughs> exactly. Have you seen like, these there's eyes? No there's no way. I would, I would be screwed. But, I mean, whatever. It is yeah. what it is. It is what it is, exactly. <laughs> if it works. Hell yeah! I think I think the the good moral on that one is have good friends. I think that's a a solid happy moral to go with on that one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and respect to Kayla too for you know trying to corral me, even yeah, though I, I I I just Houdinied her like <laughs> nobody's business. <laughs> fucking, I don't know how that happens. But fucking yeah. out of here, dude. John Cena, that shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you shouldn't make it to Andover. You might have seen John John Cena. Yeah, and over life. North Shore. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I think that's uh, I think that was a solid story, man. I think that was a solid episode. How yeah, do you feel it's, about it? It's, uh, it's definitely one of the many I have, which is not good. <laughs> like, after a certain age, you're supposed to not have stories, and I keep finding them, so. I was going to say, I think we all do. That's that's what's keeping this podcast running. Oh, yeah, people no doubt. just... Making bad decisions know. in life, apparently. Yeah, I mean, we. 
uh, even like I think about it, like your time when we were down in Hilton Head together. Oh yeah. Oh, the stories that came from that. Yeah. <laughs> like going to the the fucking studio at two in the morning, and I oh yeah, I bought like twenty four Bud Light Platinums for no reason. Yeah. Who was that? It was me, you, Bobby, Eric Stewart. Yeah. Uncle Jerry, Jared Templeton. Oh yeah, 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 that's right. Uncle, Uncle, Uncle Jay in the house on that one. Yeah, yeah. we might have to have a, a a group storytelling on this one day and have that uh, on the episode or have that as an episode. Oh yeah. <laughs> the other thing, I don't know why, but the other thing that always makes me like geeked out when I think about you were when you were in Hilton Head was the time we got. <laughs> I I told you to take Matthew's drive because it'd be quicker to go home. Oh, and, and there, yeah. There was the police stoppage there. And I had to swallow, like, six pot gummies oh. as quickly as I could. And then you dropped your phone, because I was like, text dad, I'm probably going to have to go to Buford County tonight. And you dropped your phone, yeah. and I was like, don't touch it. Yeah. <laughs> like, if they see you move, yeah. they'll think you're hiding something. Don't do that. Yeah, I just remember eating those gummies so quick. And, like, after that, we went to Soul's house. And I just remember being an absolute space cadet for, like, yeah, a, a, a solid few hours. Yeah, that was that was a fun, crazy, heart-pounding night. We can, <laughs> we, can definitely, we can definitely save that for, a, for an episode up, coming up here. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think we're good to, to close this down, man. I think this is a good episode, though. Yeah, man. Yeah, thank you for uh, thank you for being on. I appreciate it. No, no, my pleasure, man. It's always good to talk to you. You know, we don't get to see each other much anymore, so that's true. That's true. Yeah, I'm here in Steamboat. You're here, or you're there on Cape Cod, man. Yeah, I know. Yeah. See, it seems like we see each other every like two years now. Yeah, that's about <laughs> right. <laughs> so. But, anyways, well, uh, thanks for being on. Thank you, everyone who decided to listen. I appreciate it. Tell your friends family, anyone who doesn't mind stories about horrible drunk people. And uh, we'll have uh, this episode up soon. We'll have another episode out soon, hopefully. So uh, thank you and have a good one.